Hey, I'm Sam. And I'm Rachel. We're the creators of Plant School. Rachel's going to be teaching me, a plant novice, everything I need to know about plants, plant care, and gardening, all in a way that anyone can understand. Yeah, whether you have never touched a plant or you consider yourself an expert and you want to just learn more, this podcast is for you. And though it sounds simple, there's actually a lot to cover. So what are you waiting for? Join Join us us in in Plant School. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 15 of Plant School. Today we will be going over how to deal with houseplant bugs. Or pests. Or pests. Or little Whatever you want tiny to squirmy things. <laughs> um, so yeah, what is the big deal with pests, Rachel? Why are they a problem? Yeah, so... They're a big problem because if you don't manage them, they could obviously lead to your plant dying. That being like the worst case scenario. Or expelled. <laughs> How does that quote go? <laughs> oh, I always quote it, but now I can't on the spot. This is embarrassing. I feel like this always we can't happens. even quote our Harry Potter. Will you let me know if you remember it? I'll remember and I'll interrupt you. Okay, sounds good. Um, so. Another reason why they're such a big deal is that a lot of these pests will suck sap from your plant and they leave behind a sticky substance called honeydew. And when honeydew is just left sitting on the leaves, it can cause bigger problems like fungal diseases, um, such as like sooty mold on the leaves, and that's not good. Um, And pests can also cause just like overall stunted growth for your plant, or it can cause um, deformities to happen. Did you think of that quote? No, I still can't on the spot. We'll just we'll just drop it. Yeah. Um. All right. So, what are some of the best ways to prevent getting houseplant pests? Yeah. So, um, number one thing is to check them before you buy them if you are looking the bugs, to get a new the one. house plants <laughs> before you buy the house plant. <laughs> yeah that doesn't make any sense to buy the pests um anyways another big thing to prevent pests um coming onto your house plants is to avoid overwatering. um oftentimes there are eggs laying dormant in the soil And they will activate um, when it is moist and warm. Um, You know, a lot of a lot of like um, big like greenhouses and nurseries, they will pre-treat their soil to get rid of as many eggs and things as they can, funguses. But oftentimes, either those eggs and the fungus will make it through that like cleaning process. Um, or it will be introduced later on when they're around other plants in the greenhouse, or I don't know, they're like laying on dirt or things like that. Um, so just expect there to be dormant eggs in your soil. I know it's kind of icky to think about, um, but it should motivate you not to overwater because that will cause them to be able to, um, activate and start growing and reproducing so best way to prevent that is to not overwater. um another thing if you are buying a new house plant um 
if you have checked it and you just want to make sure you can kind of put it away from all other houseplants, basically quarantine it in a sense. Um, Don't use that word. <laughs> if you're certain it doesn't have yeah. any pests, you can go ahead and put it by your other plants. But I know a lot of people will keep it away just in case they notice something later on um, and they haven't like introduced it to their whole home of houseplants. Um, and if you do notice a pest, treat it as soon as you can. They do, in general, reproduce very fast. And there are no natural predators in your home to keep them in check. Like, if you have aphids outside on your roses, there are going to be ladybugs that will come and eat them. But in your home, there are no, like, ladybugs to come and eat the aphids. There are no, like, birds or things of that. Lions the and bugs. tigers. And lions and tigers come eat all those bugs because lions <laughs> eat bugs. Yeah, <laughs> do. I remember the quote. Oh, it's, tell us, tell us. Uh, part of the quote. It's like, I'm going to go to bed before you get us all killed or worse, expelled. That was great. Yeah. I feel like Snape got mixed in with your Hermione <laughs> I voice. do love doing Snape's. Lele. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, random Harry Potter moment. So. They happen on this podcast occasionally. Yeah, they happen in our house all the time. But yeah, let's stop there. Anyways, how (laughs) do you get rid of the pests if you aren't able to prevent them from getting to your house? So just like some general tips because we are going to go more in depth with like each specific pest we're going to talk about. Oh, I don't know how many I wrote down, but there's quite a few. But so these are just general tips. Number one, you can get rid of them by pruning off the infected parts. Um, Yeah, so get a pair of scissors or pruners if you have them and just chop it off. Remember to never remove more than 25% of your plant. That is just like a general pruning rule so that you do not cause your plant to stress out and die from you removing too much. Um, Another kind of just general thing are to use um, sprays, whether it's chemical or a natural oil. Um, One of the most common is neem oil, N-E-E-M. N-E-E-M. I know, all those letters just (laughs) sound so similar, familiar. (laughs) They sound really familiar. It's like I've known English (laughs) my whole life. (laughs) Similar, I meant similar. Anyways, um, I will include links to any, like, insecticide or product I mentioned. So I'll have a link for neem oil, um, and then, then I have a link for just, like, a general insecticide that can be used for a lot of the pests that I will be talking about. So those are always an option. And then last general thing that you can do um, is to replace the soil. So a lot of these pests that we talk about do have some part of their life cycle will involve the soil. Like for example, fungus gnats, their larva stage is in the soil. And so by removing the soil and replacing it, you just put the old soil in the garbage don't reuse it, (laughs) Um, and you get new soil, it removes all that larva, and it removes that whole stage of its life cycle, and will hopefully, most likely, get rid of that pest for you. Gotcha. So there's pruning, a product spray, chemical, Mm -hmm. or replace your soil. 
Yeah, three, those are just three, three general, general things, and things. I'm going to give lots more okay. ideas for each specific pest that we're going to talk about here. Okay, so what's the first pest on the list? Um, our first pest that I want to talk about is spider mites. Um, and I know we've talked about these, haven't we, Sam, in a previous podcast? I'm pretty sure we have. Yeah. Spider mite, spider mite. <laughs> you might have even sung that song, too. I probably didn't. But... <laughs> uh, who knows? Um, anyways, so if I am repeating information that you guys have already heard, I'm sorry. But you probably have forgotten it anyway. So we're just going to go over it. And hopefully you'll learn something new. So spider mites are incredibly small. Um, they aren't a spider. They are a mite, um, and technically speaking. Why so, are they called spider mites if they're not a spider? Because they look very similar to spiders. Okay. I think they have little they have little legs that make them kind of look and like spiders. Spiders aren't insects, right? No, they're not. So this is they're really confusing. We're talking about insects. But here's one called a spider mite, but it's not really a spider. And it is an insect. Mm, we're talking about pests. <laughs> <laughs> not insects. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. No, it is a little confusing. But most often you will recognize spider mites from the webbing that you will see um, on your plant. Um, spider mites are generally... Um, white or red or kind of a darkish gray. Um, they're especially prevalent if you have plants in very sunny, dry areas. I know I visited um, the botanical gardens in Washington, D.C. a couple summers ago, and in their desert room, they had like one plant that was just full of spider mites. So when it's hot and sunny, they do really well. Um, and what they do is they suck out sap, they cause deformities, um, they can cause like little yellowing spots on plants. In extreme cases, they can kill entire plants. Or worse, expel them. <laughs> Thank you, Sam. <laughs> um, and their eggs are usually kind of hidden in crevices or cracks on the plant itself. So they're, they're kind of hard to eradicate if you have like a really bad case of them. So... To treat them, you can prune the plant. Um, like in those worse areas, you can just simply take those pieces off. Neem oil is pretty effective against these little mites. You can um, cover the soil. This You're going to cover it with like a, a plastic bag to keep the spider mites from falling back into the soil. And then you can spray it with an insecticide. Or I've heard that castile soap works pretty well um, if you mix that with water. There are also specific miticides. Again, I will put links for miticide, for a miticide um, that I recommend in the description of this podcast or if you're watching the YouTube video in the description of the YouTube video. Um, a miticide is just a specific insecticide directed towards mites. And then lastly, um, you can use diatomaceous earth. Can you say that, Sam? Diatomaceous earth. Yeah. yeah. So, that was easy. Okay, well, you know what? I struggled. But, <laughs> Sam, do you know what that is? No, that I cannot do. So, let me explain, because I don't think a lot of people know what it is. 
I read it and I I was kind of wrong on what I thought it was, but basically it's this white powder. Um it's made of diatoms, which What are those? They're just like microscopic um I don't know, microscopic structures. They almost looked like straws cut up. If you like look up <laughs> People think I'm crazy, but if you look at, like, those pictures that those microscopes can take, it almost looks like tiny little straws cut up. It just, like, there are these um, cylindrical little pieces. Sam's leaning it up right now to confirm. It looks like meth or cocaine. Oh, my gosh. It kind of does. Does it? See, this one. Doesn't that look like little straws Okay, cut up? are these, like, microscopic images yeah. of it? Yeah, so that's a... Yeah, it looks like little macaronis or pasta noodles. Yeah, little noodles. Anyways, they're very sharp. Um, Not like us. It doesn't really affect us. So you put this on an insect and it will literally... It will kind of scratch up their exoskeleton and it's very absorbent. So it will suck up all the fat and the oil on their exoskeleton. And with the scratching that it causes, it basically basically sucks them dry kind of sad right that's very sad anyways we are you crying (laughs) no it's good they're bugs they're just everywhere they reproduce so fast it's fine we would use this um i grew up in a deserty area and i know we would use this to get rid of um black widows um like around our house we could use this because it would scratch their exoskeletons and basically suck the little insect dry. Um, anyway, so that's another effective way to treat spider mites. Anyways, next on the list, do you have any questions, Sam, about that? I do not. On to the next one. All right, so fungus gnats. Um, we're actually dealing with some right now in our house. I don't know if Sam has noticed Um, but (laughs) Sam's stuck in his like office the whole day working from home. So I I, like don't ever leave our house ever. I need to like set a reminder to take a walk around, (laughs) get some fresh air. Yeah. Well, if you took a walk around our house, you'd probably see a little fungus gnat here and there because I'll never leave. And you know where they're growing or living, Sam? Where? On your snake plant. What? Yeah. Your little baby. You're supposed to be caring for it. Well, I was told that I could leave him alone for years and he'd be fine. (laughs) Well, apparently fungus gnats have decided to make their home there. Oh, I hope they're taking good care of him. No, they're not, Sam. Can they expel him? Kill him? (laughs) I don't know. No. Fungus gnats, they're actually, so they feed on fungus. That's where they get their name. Mm. Um, they're more annoying than they are harmful. That is why I don't like them because they like fly into my face all the time. Um, especially like if I'm in that corner of the house by the snake plant. But anyways, um, yeah, so they aren't like a real cause for concern they're just annoying and usually you don't want these things flying around in your home because of that factor so 
Usually you'll notice them as adults, which is when they can fly around. You will not really notice them when they're in their larva stage in the soil, but that's when they are kind of the most, um, oh, what's the word? Like at risk. What's that word? They are... Uh, they are... Prone. They are in danger. I can't think of the word. Susceptible. Yeah. Yes? Yeah. Mm, that yeah. sounds right. Anyways, to treat them, you can get um, sticky traps. Again, I'll have a link for those. Um, basically, it will just, the fly will land on it and get stuck there. And so, die. tape. Yeah. Or you can use tape. Yeah. That's <laughs> basically what. <laughs> sticky traps are just, usually they're yellow, so it attracts the fly and, I don't know. They're very, very sticky. Anyways, another thing I saw, if you want to get rid of just the adults, you can get a vacuum and suck yeah. them up. Or Roomba. I don't think a Roomba would be able to... Not a sponsor. <laughs> yeah, I wish. <laughs> if you, Yeah, I don't know if a Roomba could get them, though, because they're flying around. If you have a flying Roomba... <laughs> That'd be freaky. <laughs> that'd be terrifying. <laughs> I don't know why you would need a flying Roomba. But anyways, next thing that you can do, take care of these little fungus gnats. A bowl of soapy vinegar water or just soapy water. I currently have a little bowl of soapy water by our snake plant. Um, there are quite a few fungus gnats in there, so it's doing its job quite well, which I'm happy about. Um, but anyways, that will catch all the adults. Um, other thing that you can do to get rid of these guys is you scoop out the top layer um, of soil and that will discard our, all the larvae that is reproducing in that top layer of soil um, and the like the whole problem with fungus gnats is usually from overwatering. so when I took a look at our snake plant it was because the drainage holes weren't working very well so I cut up quite a few more drainage holes for it um, and hopefully that'll stop the soil from being so wet at the bottom and kind of creating this good habitat for these fungus gnats. So I would suggest if you are struggling with fungus gnats, don't water it for a while and make sure it has good drainage because that's usually the problem. Um, you could, if you want, switch to soilless medium such as LECA or peat moss or perlite mix. Um, you just need to make sure that you fertilize your plant if you switch to a soilless medium because it won't get nutrients found in this like a normal soil mix um but that will like eradicate any fungus gnats because there is no soil for the fungus gnats to live on so that is a draw for um for people who want to do soilless media medium media media medium use a soilless medium Anyways, medium. Thank you, Sam. <laughs> um, is that it is less prone to um, pests such as fungus gnats. I'm just back to the uh, flying Roomba. Oh my gosh. I feel like that's the, the last step to the end of human existence and artificial intelligence taking over and killing everyone. Is a vacuum sucking this? A flying vacuum. That One that can, can tell where humans are and what their names are and, i guess that would be yeah. terrifying well i guess it's not just flying but it can it's like an alexa 
flying Roomba. Oh my gosh, that would be terrifying. Would be... Alexas freak me out sometimes. Yeah, that's the last step. If it's we like... go, if we go that far, a flying vacuum. Mm. Yeah. All right. Start worrying. If it happens, Sam called it. Everyone, <laughs> <laughs> flying vacuums were the cause of. You thought twenty twenty was bad. Die. Wait till. Until 2021. Yeah, knock on wood. Because it is 2020. Who knows? Yeah. Anyways, I'm just totally kidding. That's not. I'm not like. I'm not like a conspiracy theorist. All right. What's the next one? We've talked about two of them thus far. Yes. Yes, we've talked about spider Spider mites and fungus gnats. Fungus gnats. These next two. I'll be really brief with them because they are very, very similar to fungus gnats. So white flies, they are little soft body they're blue. winged insects. <laughs> yeah, they're purple. Um, no, they're white. But anyways, they're closely related to aphids and mealybugs apparently. Um, but basically treatment is the same thing as it is for fungus gnats. And aphids, which are closely related, um, kind of the same as fungus gnats. I would say, though, that aphids, they don't usually fly around like white flies or fungus gnats do. Or Roombas. Or Roombas. (laughs) So anyways, to treat aphids, um, generally it's best to use soapy water, like in a spray bottle. Um, I would do that growing up. We'd go out and spray the aphids on our roses. And what this soapy water does... So this is like a little bug lesson for you, Sam. I'm so excited. So excited. I don't think, I think we both got tired of bugs with my pest science class. Don't tell my professor. But when I had to catch bugs and bring them home, this was not my favorite. Oh, yeah, it was. And Sam had to deal with me crying about having to like pin them on this foam board because it's just gross pinning a bug's bum to a foam board. And all its guts just go... Okay, no, there's no guts. Stop. I don't want to talk about Different it. colors, green. And no. This is this is what Sam does to me, everyone. He goes way too far when I tell him I don't gonna like him. think somebody. I'm abusive. <laughs> no. This is what he does. Help. <laughs> no, I know he's joking, but it's just makes me want to barf sometimes. <laughs> Especially if it's about bugs. Anyways... No more about bug guts. Oh. Um, what was I even talking about? Oh, bug Aphids. lesson. Just kidding. Aphids. <laughs> <laughs> um, so bug lesson here. The reason why you use soapy water is because a lot of bugs will breathe through these little... Um, straws. Straws. No. <laughs> these little holes that they have called spiracles. They literally breathe. It's usually... Oh gosh, I can't remember. I think it's on their thorax. They have these little holes in their bodies and that is where they breathe and have gas exchange and they live. Oh, humans so, have that. No, we don't. Gross. Can you imagine if we had yeah. holes in our back to breathe? And bums. <laughs> gas gross. exchange. Okay, not that kind of. No, 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 no. <laughs> Anyways, so if you spray soapy water on them, it literally clogs those sphericals and they can't breathe and they die. It's basically like if someone shoves soapy water in your mouth. Okay, never mind. Or up your bum. <laughs> oh my gosh. No. Okay, that was a bad. I should not. I should have just stopped. 
Anyways, so that is why bugs will die if you use soapy water on them. That's why you should never wash your bones. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. I'm sorry. Let's get back on track here. Okay. <laughs> Next pest, um, and it is not similar to the last three we just talked about, is scale. So scale is a little insect that it kind of looks just like this brown sort of bump. They're basically immobile. When they are young, they will move and they have little legs that can be seen, but they will stop moving as adults and create this kind of protective dome. Can you imagine if humans did that? Like when you get 25, you're like, you know what? I'm just going to sit here, make a dome and never move. (laughs) I just think of the Simpsons movie when they put a dome over the whole city. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Dome. Yeah, that's basically what scale is doing. They make a Simpson dome over themselves. <laughs> um, they So scale, to survive, they suck sap. Um, they can kill an entire plant if there are tons of them. So to get rid of these guys, you can prune them off since they are mostly immobile. Immobile? Immobile. Yeah, immobile, immobile is like the fancy way to say it. Immobile. Um, anyways. <laughs> or, I guess, fancy or British. <laughs> it's yeah. It's the same thing, I guess. One and the same. Um, so you can prune them off. You can use a cotton swab with rubbing alcohol to wipe them off. Um, using rubbing alcohol generally won't harm a plant, especially if it has, like, um, thick, fleshy leaves. If it's a plant that's a little, I don't know, a little more... Um, Oh, what's the word? I guess not as fleshy, not as big. Ugh. Stop. You know I hate the word fleshy. <laughs> Why? Because I have to. <laughs> so if you, anyways, it usually rubbing alcohol won't harm your plant if you aren't using a ton. Um, for scale, you can also use a miticide. Those are effective against it. Um, you can throw your whole plant away. I've heard that because scale is such a nuisance, sometimes people will just throw the whole thing away. Why? What is so funny? What's the point of having a house Well, if you have a ton and you have scale all over one and it's harming your other ones, you might as well just toss it out. They might as well toss out this podcast because they're not going to have a house plant anymore. <laughs> Yeah, I don't recommend that one. Just have that in your general ways to treat house. Chuck them. Forget this hobby you have. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, yeah. Don't recommend throwing the whole thing away. Um, Another thing that I've done this before when I worked at a, uh, a greenhouse at my university. We would just get like soapy water on a cloth and we'd wipe them off. Because in general, they will kind of wipe off if you scrub them. Not like aggressively scrub them. You don't want to harm the plant. Um, But they will come off. Um, And you can just wear gloves if you feel weird about, I don't know, scraping off bugs off of a plant. I would use gloves because I just get itchy thinking about how many could be on some of those plants in the greenhouse. Anyways, next bug. Then they get on your clothes See, Sam's taking it too far. Sleep Stop. in your bed, and then Mm-mm. they're in your bed, and then they get in your pillow. No, 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 no. 
Okay, we gotta we gotta late. move on. They're there. I'm thinking about them on my pillow. <laughs> Anyways, next pest is thrips. Um, this is kind of T H R I P S. Yes, and they're kind of like they're elongated. They're brown or translucent yellow. They move fairly quickly. Like if you try to poke it or anything, it will it will fly away. They have very tiny wings and they can fly, though not like incredibly far. They'll just kind of wander off. Anyways, so thrips scrape off and eat away at the surface of leaves so they will leave discolored patches on your leaves. So that's one way to kind of tell if you do have thrips, you'll have patches of yellow or brown. Um, They overwinter so at either as eggs or larvae um, and plant debris and bark. So if you have a lot of like leaves sitting at the bottom of your of your plant's pot, like right on the soil, or if you have dead material, I would recommend just taking that all out, prune it away. That will help you not have to ever deal with thrips. Um, thrips do love moist conditions, so again, reconsider how often, uh, often, <laughs> what am I saying? How often you water your plant. Careful how often you water your plant. <laughs> Um, if you're unsure if you have thrips, I've heard a good way to tell is to get a black piece of paper, place it underneath your plant, and kind of tap the leaves, and in general they'll fall off onto the paper, and you can kind of see them better on that black piece of paper. Um, so, yeah, if you can't find them, that's one way. So, how do we treat them? You can use sticky traps. Like I said, they do fly, and they can land into a sticky, oh my gosh, a sticky trap. A sticky strap. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You can also use an insecticidal soap, um, or you can just use um, your your normal dish soap. You can use neem oil. Um, I've heard that as a last resort, you can wipe diatomaceous earth on the underside of the leaves, which is normally where the thrips will be, and that will um, get rid of them. Or meth or cocaine, if you have that lying around, because it looks the exact same. Oh my gosh, but it is not the exact same. And hopefully you don't just have it lying around. Yeah, let's hope not. Also, don't mistake your diatomaceous earth (laughs) for... for... (laughs) Ouch. Ooh. Oh, yeah, because you said they're sharp. Suck your nose dry? Yeah, that would not feel good. Slice up your nostrils? Ooh. Anyways. What's next? Next, we have mealybug. I feel like we've talked about this one a lot with our, like, um, our care guides because mealybug is so common to, I feel like, all houseplants. They're the worst. I think mealybugs are my least favorite. Not that I have a favorite pest. (laughs) But if I did, these are at the bottom of that list. I have just wiped off so many with different jobs and different classes that I had that I just don't love them. Like, for example, I'm going to story chance. time. No, no, no. Let me tell you this story. Once upon a time, our super sweet professor, she hurt her legs. So she wasn't around in class too much. 
And so one day she assigned our TAs to take us into the greenhouse and literally just clean their plants that they had up in the, the small little greenhouse for like the hour and a half of class that we had. And there were just massive amounts of mealybugs on like every plant. <laughs> I'm like itching myself Man, thinking you, about it. Your major really put you to work. They made you clean the football stadium after football games to earn money. Oh, yeah. That was a thing. You didn't have to go to... Actually, you did. You did. Some you had classes to, for grades. Yeah. That. You didn't get paid just for your grade. It was like holding you hostage. Yeah. No, it was just a way for our major to earn money. It was a good time. Talk we got like gross. free Denny's afterwards. See. Having to yeah. pick up people's wet food and... Soggy donuts. Anyways, we're getting way off topic. I just wanted to make the point that they're everywhere, and I, I've just... I've wiped off way too many. They're just not my favorite. So they look like powdery clumps or, like, white specks. <laughs> we're talking about powder all over this podcast. <laughs> white powder. <laughs> anyway, so they kind of look like white specks. They do move, but they move very slowly. They suck sap like most of these pests do, um, and they will especially kind of um, congregate on new growth, so like buds or new leaves. They love those areas. So how to get rid of these mealybugs? Like I said, you can wipe them off with like a soapy cloth. Um, You can use a cotton swab with rubbing alcohol on it. Um, You can use tweezers. I don't know who would want to tweeze off each bug. That kind of gives me the eebie-jeebies. But you can do that. Sounds tedious. Yeah, it does. One by one. (laughs) I guess if you don't have too many, it's not a big deal. Um, But anyways, you can also just prune off um, those infested areas if you don't want to deal with them. Um, In general, though, I would say that just wiping them off with a soapy cloth is not a big deal. It's really effective. Um if you're having trouble of like getting them out of like tiny cracks on your plant, then tweezers would probably be a good option. Okay. Is this the, uh, the last one? This is, yeah, we have one, one left. And this one I haven't dealt with too much. It's called a springtail. Um, so I don't know how common this is. Um, when I was researching it, though, a lot of people did have questions about how to deal with it on their houseplant. So I'm assuming it's common enough. So springtails, they're little small white or gray insects. I would say they look very similar to thrips. But the difference is that springtails, they do not have wings. They will actually jump around. They have a little forked appendage underneath their abdomen that allows them to like fling themselves just like a few inches Um, and kind of like fungus gnats, they aren't really harmful to your plant. They just eat decaying roots and the fungi that's in the soil. Um, but they're, they're just a nuisance to have around. So to treat them, you're going to want to, um, reconsider how often you're watering because these guys do love moist conditions. So let the soil dry out between your waterings. Um, remove any debris because they do like to overwinter on, um, debris that sits at the bottom or on the top of your, of your potting soil. Um, insecticide is very effective against them and also 
replacing the soil. So kind of similar to how fungus nets are, you can replace the soil to kind of help get rid of them. And that is it. Those are kind of the top common pests and Best how to deal pests. with them. And I hope that we didn't get too far off the rails during some parts of this podcast for you guys. Thanks to Sam. It's not my fault. No, I, it was me too. It was me too. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks Rachel for for uh You can't think of anything. No. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to come up with a pun with bugs, but I, my dad jokes failed me. Oh, darn it. Thanks for uh um spreading your knowledge. I don't know. <laughs> This is like when Michael yeah. Scott is trying to think yeah. up of puns. Yeah. Anyways. You're welcome. You're welcome for telling you about you. bugs, though. Thank you. Um, and thank you, everyone, for listening. As always, we appreciate uh, your willingness to listen to us ramble about plants. And we hope to see you next week to learn more about plant care. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow our podcast on Anchor, Spotify, or Pocket Cast. Also, you can follow us at Tinny Plants on Instagram, Pinterest, or YouTube. Once again, that's Tenny Plants, T-E-N-N-E-Y Plants. If you have any questions or suggestions for future podcast episodes, email us at tennyplants at gmail.com. Or if you're on YouTube, go ahead and comment below and don't forget to like and subscribe. See you next time.